From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, hang your cloak on a peg, grab a stool, come warm yourself by the fire. You are among friends. Ian Robertson is behind the glass, twisting the knobs and dials. Albert Vinzel is here running our HOA, Hangout on Air. And if you'd like to stream the show live on YouTube, uh, go to my Twitter feed, at Richard Serrett, at Richard Serrett. I'll spell the last name. 20 years in the business, still spelling the last name. Not bitter. <laughs> uh, S as in Simon. Y, because I love you. R-E-double-T, at Richard Serrett. And uh, so you go to the Twitter feed, at Richard Serrett, find the tweet containing the HOA link. And you'll find that uh, tweet at or near the top of the feed. And you just click on the HOA link and you're in. Come join us inside our uh, cozy studio here in the Liberty Village neighborhood of Toronto where we are broadcasting from our flagship station, Zuma Radio AM 740 and 96.7 FM. Uh, Patty Greer is standing by, the crop circle gal, filmmaker, crop circle chaser, uh, but she's not here to talk crop circles. Nope. Uh, she is here along with Dr. Christina Bloss, who is a dental surgeon. Crop circles and dentistry. Now, that would be an interesting double major, wouldn't it? Uh, let me explain. Uh, Patty Greer, um, prior to becoming one of the top filmmakers in the, or I, let me say this, the top filmmaker in the crop circle uh, arena and one of the top crop circle researchers, prior to that, she had a life as a professional musician. She was a harpist. Uh, and then... Like, well, it seems to be millions now of, we'll get the data here shortly, but millions of North Americans. She began suffering from mercury poisoning, mercury toxicity, and this was related to the amalgam fillings in her mouth. And many of us have them. Uh, and that so adversely affected her health, she was no longer able to play the harp. And we will discover over the next 45, 50 minutes, how that led her into crop circle research, but more importantly for tonight's purposes, uh, how she discovered a remedy or how she was healed of her mercury toxicity. And uh, Dr. Christina Bloss, a dental surgeon, will be along as well. Uh, get on up to the website, strangeplanet.ca. There's a TV section and a live event section, but there's a radio section. Uh, so you go to the radio section and click on the conspiracy show, and voila, you're uh, you're on the uh, the homepage for the radio program. And up at the top there, you'll see our slide carousel, where Albert and I have posted our usual assortment of fascinating tidbits and news stories, including a special sneak peek preview of the X Files. So if you've got 21 minutes to spare, check it out. It's a fairly extensive preview, stars David Duchovny and uh, Gillian Anderson. Returning to in this uh, behind-the-scenes look to reveal top-secret intel from the set and track the process of returning agents Mulder and Scully to the screen. This is so widely anticipated. It's uh, causing quite a stir. And it's coming, I believe, it's uh, over two nights. The first half, uh, it's six new episodes. And it, they start with a special two-night event. The first half commences on Sunday, Jan 24th at 10 p.m., and then the next chapter drops Jan 25 at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you want to check out the uh, the sneak preview, uh, just go to 
strangeplanet.ca, click on the radio page, and it's in the slide carousel. There's a lot of great stories there as well. All right, to the main entree, Patty Greer. As I mentioned, one of the hardest working crop circle filmmakers today. She's the filmmaker who discovered a band of coded communication between two balls of light just before they produced a crop circle in seconds. And this incredible discovery was caught on film, uh, in her film, uh, and, uh, she's, if you go, go, go to her website, and that's pattygreer.net, pattygreer.net, and, there, a list of uh, her impressive work. The shift has hit the fan. Crop circle update. The wake up call. One event, other worlds. Four stories. The wake up call. Anybody listening? We're already in it. 2012. UFOs, ETs, abductees, and brilliant minds. And uh, before we uh, introduce Dr. Christina Bloss, let me welcome Patty Greer to the Conspiracy Show once again. Hello, Patty. How are you? Nice to hear you again, Richard. It's uh, not been that long. Uh, well, we had we were we spoke last, I guess, on Coast to Coast a few well, months ago. Well, we also had the Lana Marconi movie event recently. That's right. That's right. Yes. I feel like I'm seeing you often now, which I really appreciate. <laughs> uh, that's right. You were able to join us by uh, via Skype. That was uh, that was an interesting uh, afternoon, to be sure. All right. Um, thanks for coming on once again. Dr. Christina Bloss is one of the uh, – um, rather, Christina Bloss well, – let me see here. I've just had a little bit of a computer problem here. I've dropped my – She is the dentist yes. that saved Patty Greer's life. Wow. All right. Well, <laughs> Christina – fill in the blank. <laughs> Thank you for that. My computer just went wacko. Hey. So, uh, yes, uh, Christina Bloss, welcome. Uh, thank you for joining us. Oh, nice to be here. All right. We, um, after the break, I will give you a proper formal introduction, but let's just dive right in right now. Patty, first of all, uh, what, we're talking about a dozen years ago now, correct, or has it been more? Since it's been a dozen years, yeah. Okay, um, so... And, you know, I, I'd like to say it's over, but I'm not fully healed. Mercury poisoning is a monster, and the fact that it's still legal to do this to people is stunning. And they've had the evidence for, Christy will tell you how many years, you know, that we've known mercury fillings are not a good idea. Right. And the fact that they arrive to the dentist office in hazardous waste material trucks and they leave the dentist office once they've been removed from your mouth in contained cases in those same trucks, the dentist, all they can say legally is, well, the only thing between those, you know, dangerous missions is your mouth and and when did you discover i mean this didn't happen immediately upon receiving these amalgam fillings correct it took when did it when did it start to manifest the symptoms well i had a really great dentist for almost 30 years and he and i finally had a discussion where he knew that i walked to yoga and walked to the farmer's market and i was really healthy had a great life and he said, what are you doing with those silver fillings in your teeth? We really should get them out. And he was honest. A lot of dentists won't say that out loud because, you know, they could possibly lose their license. But he did. And so I said, great idea. How much? He said $10,000. So, you know, in that moment, I said, yeah, I'll get back to you. Sure. So I called around. I found another dentist, thousands of dollars less. Didn't cross my mind that it would be that much different than my dentist. So I went with the second guy just to, you know, get these silver fillings out of my mouth. And he had met me once, did the x-rays. We agreed on the teeth. It was six. 
and they were all going to go white porcelain, one gold crown. Agreed. So six grand free nitrous. I was like, well, save four grand. I'll go to a different dentist. Lay back in his chair, stuck the thing on my nose, passed out. And when I woke up, he hands me the mirror. And I said, oh, when are we starting? He said, we're done. I said, no, I've got a mouthful of mercury fillings. He said, well, you know, while during the procedure, you changed your mind. I said, during the procedure, I've been, I've been out cold. And since we started, I was completely unconscious. And he claimed that I had told him to put mercury fillings in me while I was unconscious. And there you have it. That's oh how I got poisoned. It took about six months. I lost the use of my hands. And what happened was these hands that have played harp and piano for 33 years professionally, all of a sudden I had open cuts on my fingertips and the skin started dying and turning brown on my fingertips. And so I've had 12 years of uh, really challenging skin on that, my and that, hands. And that's one of the, that's one of the telltale symptoms? Is I it? don't know what it is oh. for other people, but I know that that's what happened to me. And um, every day has been a fight with my hands, which I love them. But to try and just be able to get by without Band-Aids... Um, it's it's been a really stunning experience for me. And as painful as it's been to have open cuts on my hands for 12 years, um, you don't even realize how often you use your hands for absolutely everything. So it's made me really shift my frequency and my focus to be really present. Every move I make, I'm really present. I know when I touch things to be super careful and it's kind of um like i'm leading into there's possibly been a benefit to having to go through this for 12 years which is i've become a very different person and as much as i suffered in the beginning i uh went to every kind of doctor every kind of healer i think i tried everything but voodoo and nothing worked um my doctors, for some reason, gave me the wrong blood test for seven years, which is what most doctors are giving most Americans. I don't know about Canada, but they only offer the wrong test here, and it's insured. You mean they, oh. they, don't, they don't test properly for mercury poisoning? They don't know the proper test to give? Is that what you're saying? I don't know if they don't know, but they're not giving it. They're giving a test called mercury poisoning blood toxicity, and the test that we need is inorganic mercury test all right well inorganic we'll... totally different test and they don't cross over so it took me until 2010 desperate to heal i finally went online one day and got lucky and there was one lab literally blocks away from where i got poisoned in Louisville, colorado and right down the road is quicksilver scientific it's the only lab that i know of that sells um not only the tri test for inorganic mercury poisoning, but they really specialize in working on this very problem. So I felt like I got really lucky, did the test, and the owner was kind enough to call me and very politely he said, the good news is we can probably heal you with all the detox that we create here. The bad news is you're one of the worst cases we've ever seen because wow. you let it go seven years because my doctors gave me the wrong blood test. So it was really interesting. When I got the right test, I thought, oh, God, my doctors, they're going to be so grateful, you know, to know that, oops, they have something, you know, that they could do better. 
So I literally set up an appointment in advance with my doctor, my PA, the office manager, and I took them in this lovely little to-go box that has the whole tri-test in it where they just do everything there, the urine, the hair, the fingernails, and the blood, and then they FedEx it to the lab. Right. And uh, I called every year for three years, and they still won't offer it. And let me guess, guess, when you related this information to them, they weren't particularly thrilled. The first thing they said was, Let me just, oh, uh, Patty, let me, well, let me just hold on. Well, insurance won't cover it. And I said, well, that's fine. I didn't expect them to, but at least give us the option. Charge us whatever you want. Patty, I've got to jump in here. i got to take a time out. We'll come back. We'll introduce uh, Dr. Christine Bloss as well, doctor of dental surgery. And we'll continue to talk about mercury toxicity with crop circle researcher Patty Greer, survivor of mercury toxicity, right here on The Conspiracy Show. Don't go away. The truth will set you free, but first, it will really tick you off. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sound. All right, welcome back. Patty Greer, crop circle researcher, is with us and uh, she's telling us about her harrowing, well, it's a nightmare, a medical nightmare, mercury toxicity. Uh, she has been suffering with it for over a dozen years, but she's got some good news. Now, let's bring in Dr. Christine Bloss, and let me give her the uh, uh, proper introduction that uh, she certainly deserves. Uh, she received her Bachelor's of Arts in Biology from the University of Illinois. She then earned a Master's in Education, and finally received her Doctor of Dental Surgery a degree in 1991 from the University of Nebraska, and continued her education with a general practice residency at the Veterans Affairs Medical Center in Lincoln, Nebraska. Since that time, Dr. Bloss has done hundreds of hours of continuing education, following the latest advances in dentistry and oral health, as well as learning about traditional and natural therapies that can promote our good health in the least invasive or toxic manner. Dr. Bloss is a perpetual student, continually educating herself and her staff to provide the best and most effective dental care to her patients. Christine Bloss, Dr. Christine Bloss, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. How are you? I'm terrific tonight, thank you. All right. Now, uh, symptoms of mercury toxicity. Uh, what are, I mean, uh, Patty has uh, talked about, you know, her fingertips and open wounds, cuts on her fingers. Um, is that typical or is there typical symptoms? Is it different for everyone? Um, mercury can disrupt almost any organ or system in the body. So it depends on where the mercury goes in the body as to uh, the symptoms that you have. And I think that's part of the reason why uh, medicine and dentistry has been pretty slow to diagnose it is there aren't any single set of symptoms that are universal that everybody has. Um, it, it varies. I've had patients with uh, kidney failure. I've had um, patients with um, uh, it's like a chronic fatigue sort of syndrome, um, sort of mystery illnesses, and I would say modern medicine isn't really very on top of what's going on with mercury. They they aren't educated on good ways to test for it in the human body, and they um, they generally aren't offering a whole lot of help in the detox arena either. Sounds a little bit like Lyme disease, not that there's similar diseases, but in, in the, the lack of proper diagnosis and testing. 
Yep, it's very comparable. All right. Now, uh, uh, Patty, you mentioned uh, inorganic and organic um, yeah. mercury poisoning and the fact that they're not testing for the, or is it the inorganic they're not testing for? Correct. Inorganic means it's what they're making. Right. Okay. And uh, the interesting thing about amalgam fillings that Christine and other dentists have explained is that the, um, the mercury filling or the amalgam filling is typically 50% mercury, 25% silver, and the other 25, depending on which lab, is a mix of three other things that should not be in the human body. Iron, tin, and what's the third one, Christy? Oh, um, they, they can put silver, um, palladium. Um, palladium. I, I think in the past there were even times when they put nickel in it. Nowadays, though, um, th- th- it's a variety of metals. I guess that's. And these are heavy metals, right? Mercury is a heavy metal. Well, mercury is, but um, silver and um, copper and some of the other metals that they put in the amalgam mixture aren't all heavy metals, but there are still some metals that are undesirable to put in human bodies. Well, they're taking mercury out of uh, vaccines, thimerosal. Uh, Why would they, uh, at least up here in Canada? Yeah, they took it out. But they they uh, used aluminum as an adjuvant, and aluminum is also neurotoxic. So um, I'm, I'm not sure we've made much advance in that area. But right. yes, they did take it out. But why would they take mercury out of vaccines and but continue to use it? And are they continuing to use it in amalgams? Are we talking about the older the older fillings? Right. Um, it's a very political issue. It's it's quite polarizing in dentistry. There are those who. Um, who will do amalgam fillings until they retire or die, and they've done it their whole career and they are fine. And there are those uh, like me that just kind of looked at it and said, I can't believe this is good. Let's, uh, let's see if, if we can find a better way. And luckily, there are good alternatives nowadays. I think it, at the point that they started doing amalgam fillings, the only alternative was gold. And the great majority of people at that time couldn't afford gold. So they were looking for a less expensive alternative. And even when it was first introduced uh, in the early 1900s in the U.S., it was quite controversial. There, there were dentists who were adamantly against it, and then uh, there were others who were like, well, we got to take care of the masses. And, now, uh, is, is dentistry split on this, or are you seen as a bit of a renegade and a troublemaker because you're speaking out against um, you know, the, the use of mercury in fillings? Well, um, dentistry is definitely split on this. There are uh, dentists now that advertise themselves as mercury-free, and what they're saying is we aren't putting in new mercury fillings, but they they don't have any idea of removing the old ones uh, with a safety procedure for the patient. So it's a huge mercury exposure to the patient uh, when they take out the old ones. So is it more dangerous? I mean, if you have mercury... In your fillings, what do you suggest? It's best to leave them there, or uh, no, no, um, it, it's best to have them removed, I believe, but to be removed with a safety protocol that protects the patient as best as possible, and actually protects the dentist and the dental staff as well, because uh, I'm being exposed every day as well as my staff. It's that dangerous. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, it's the most toxic, non-radioactive element. Patty, how did you have them removed? Well, you know, what she just said is a very serious statement. They're extremely toxic. 
And well, what I want to say is that when you get your teeth cleaned, they go in with those little, you know, blowing wands that go brrrr. And what I learned is that if you have silver, mercury-infested fillings, when you have cleanings, it gets lit up in your mouth, and you get this another exposure. Hot coffee, hot drinks, it exposes you to mercury. Basically, you're breathing it with every breath. There's a video on YouTube that really shows it, unfortunately. It's called The Smoking Tooth. Oh, my. It's, yeah, I mean, people just have to know. But, again, it's one more thing that just has to be stopped. So um, How did you I have knew... Yours that my doctors were incorrect, but I had no idea they were giving me the wrong blood test. When I finally got the right one, <clears throat> then I started looking for a dentist to get them out. And there is a wonderful thing to know. There's two organizations. One is international. The other is American, I believe. But they give you a list of the dentists, such as Dr. Christine Bloss in Montrose, Colorado, the dentists all around the country that do it safely, this new protocol, which is basically they don't let the mercury blow all down your throat, all around your mouth. It's actually contained and vacuumed out as the dentist is working on you. So it's a much safer protocol. And the two organizations are just initials, I-A-O-M-T. And it's um, international, Christy can tell you the name, I-A-O-M-T, and the other one is DAMS, D-A-M-S, Dental Amalgam Mercury Solutions. And both of those websites give a lot of information, um, more than Christy and I can cover in an hour. And for me, this is not like great for business, why I'm doing this show. I'm doing this show because I'm sick of being poisoned. And the fact that it's still legal is blowing my mind. And thank God there's people like Christy. So I found her through the website that saves your life, the DAMS or the IAOMT. She was listed. I was living in a mountain town called Telluride at like 12,000 feet in the Rockies. I was in the middle of nowhere realizing that I was seriously poisoned. And so she was the closest dentist. So I went um, a number of times uh, driving over the mountain peaks in the peak of winter, slipping and sliding, and uh, I lived through it. But it was not an easy procedure. I think we did three or four sessions getting the six out of my mouth. And the dentist that worked on me was, I don't even want to say, but he must have just done too much mercury over the years that he would have done such a bad job. And it wasn't just that he chose to put in cheap and fast mercury fillings instead of the beautiful white porcelain that I was promised for six grand. But um, when I called the office, he had retired. When I finally got the truth, you know, the real blood test, he had retired. So I started telling the office, you guys better get him to call me because i got to get this off my chest. So finally he calls me from retirement, and I said, I just want you to know you're the one you changed my life. I can't even tell you what this has cost me on every level, Richard. Mm. My life is completely different. But on the other hand, my desperation to heal, I was so out of my mind being poisoned and nobody could help me that I went and laid in a crop circle. I was like, I am so desperate. I will do whatever it takes. What haven't I done? <sighs> so I went over to England, laid in a crop circle, and Next thing I knew, my life was completely different. The die was so cast. So today yes. I would say very strange blessing. 
because I'm having a completely different life than I ever did before. And the work that I've done in the crop circles has been astounding. And punchline is, I don't think I could have done it without the mercury. No, you may, you may not have been led down that path. I'm just looking at the slideshow here on our HOA, and I'm looking at a close-up picture of your thumb with uh, oh, with the. Isn't uh, that awful? It is, and, and and is it like that all the time, or does it flare up and then go come and go, or is it like that all the time? Uh, for the first bunch of years, I had six fingers like that all the time. Six oh my. fingers, and, and uh, you have never been able to play the harp since. No, and that but was your I livelihood. Think... That was your livelihood, correct? Yeah, I was. I was a professional musician. And when I reached this dentist, when he finally called me from retirement, I said, you're the one that did this. I just wanted you to know I know. And all he said to me was, well, I'm retired. I didn't have to call you. Wow. And all I can say to that is, wow, Mercury Brain is really an amazing thing. And I think Christy can talk to Mercury Brain because although I'm far smarter than I've ever been today, um, I made really stupid decisions when I was, I will say, high on mercury. There is an element oh. to most likely a lot of her clients that might be interesting to hear. I would love to hear about that. Dr. Christine Bloss, mercury yes. brain, tell me about that. Well, you know the traditional, the Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland? That's right, from the hat blockers, because they, they use mercury in what, dyeing in the, the hats? In the felting process. Right, wow. Yes. And uh, there's also, it, it's well known that a lot of the miners in, um, in the Old West would use mercury to separate gold. I, what they did was they would amalgamate it and then they would um, basically boil off the mercury. So they'd have these little huts in the mountains where they would be um, boiling the, the uh, mixture that they had and the mercury vapor would be so high there, they, they would just totally be um, so toxic they would be mad and so um, this is well known that um, that mercury does it is has a high affinity for brain tissue and um, in the dental amalgam uh, arena at least um, there are two issues when you're removing a dental amalgam you are grinding it out and making it into particles the average size is one micron and uh, then the you have to realize that mercury at room temperature is liquid at a little bit higher than room temperature, which would be body temperature, or a little bit higher than that when you put a, a, a dental drill on it. Um, it causes friction, and that creates uh, dental, um, sorry, it creates a mercury vapor. Right. Could that and, travel through a surgical mask? Oh, well, the vapor would, and so would the particulate. The very best dental masks uh, filter down to about three microns. I can't hardly breathe through those. I buy ones that are more like five or six microns, and the average particle size is one micron. So, are, so, are, are we? Are, have you um, been able to sort of track the number of, of dentists who? who are suffering from what you call mercury brain? I mean, is it prevalent in, in dentistry? You know, um, I guess you could say that there are dentists who know that they're mercury poisoned, but most of them are in denial, that they, they insist that they're just fine and they're continuing to treat their patients and not really. Uh, it's kind of a puzzle to me. I could see dentists maybe denying the harm that they're doing to patients, but they're hurting themselves and their staff as well. And so um, 
you know, at some point I think that comes home, and I there are members of the IAOMT that I have met that have been mercury poisoned, and they all have a similar story. They began to develop neurological symptoms, uh, generally tremors or, or some sort of a lack of coordination, and they go to their doctor. Their doctor has no clue, um, does some testing, but um, doesn't really arrive at uh, any conclusion or any help for them. Um, several of them that I've met actually had to quit working as a dentist. Well, uh, I've of- read, excuse me, uh, Dr. Bloss, but I've read, uh, and I think we've all heard, uh, the number of suicides uh, in the dental yes. profession is, is, is inordinately high. And it's the highest of, of all the professions, like yes. you know, law and medicine and dentistry and engineering. Um, Could there be a connection all- between mercury poisoning and depression and suicide? I believe that, that there is. All right. Ding, ding, ding. All right. <laughs> Got to take a time out. We'll come back. Dr. Christine Bloss, dental surgeon, crop circle filmmaker researcher Patty Greer, mercury toxicity. It is time to tell this harrowing tale. We will. Back on The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. When in doubt, blame the government. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Mercury toxicity. We'll find out here in a few moments how many millions of North Americans may be suffering from mercury toxicity. Uh, Dr. Christine Bloss is with us, a doctor of dental surgery and crop circle researcher, filmmaker, Patty Greer, former harpist. Uh, the bad news is it, um, in many ways, it wrecked her life. Uh, it entered her career as a musician, uh, but it inexplicably... Uh, changed the trajectory of her life, and uh, the good news is she became a, um, a remarkable crop circle filmmaker and researcher, and I guess we have to thank Mercury Poisoning in some way uh, for that. Uh, but I'm sure, Patty, if there had been another way for you to become a crop circle researcher, you gladly would have accepted. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, what a bizarre round way to get me there. But the interesting thing about taking my hands, and now... I want to move the show into kind of going into talking about the extraterrestrial element of what happened to me, because I think it's all related. And um, I would have never believed this 10 years ago, and, and uh, certainly 12 years ago. I mean, I had no idea about much of this, but it certainly makes sense to me now. <clears throat> and I'm seeing so many places where the mercury obviously must have made sense in this strange plan of patty land um i feel like i've been on a disneyland ride frankly i didn't order any of this but it certainly showed up so i went over to the crop circles and i had no idea what i was doing i didn't do any research i didn't watch movies i just had friends that were close and they had just come back from the crop circles and i was talking with them and i'm very psychically intuitive and while they're talking, I just looked at them and interrupted and said, what's so different about you? Why do you both look so different? And they said, we just came back from the crop circles. And then they kept gabbing away. And I, next thing I knew, six weeks later, I was over there. And they had said miracles happened with healing and all this. Well, I didn't have any miracle with healing. I had a miracle with a major distraction. Hmm. So... But this was like was, a Hail Mary pass for you. You thought, well, let's go lie down in a crop circle and see if I can get some relief. 
<laughs> right, or jump on a spaceship if it shows up. I would have done anything. High dive off ten stories if they said, really, you can heal down there. I would have jumped. Mm. You know, I mean, to lose your hands, the tips. You know, you don't even realize again. But I'm not going to do the wah because I'm not crying about it anymore. But it took me a few years, I can tell you, to get good at this. Mm -hmm. um, on the other hand, when you have intelligence enough to say I'm not going to go kill myself, you have to find another way. So rather than whining about not having my hands, I had to figure out, God, what other body part can I use? Thank God I chose my brain. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I've been running my pendulum during the break because I have never admitted what I'm going to say, but I really feel like the only reason I'm doing this is to help people heal. This is a horrible nightmare. And um, I did something very unusual, and I live in Boulder, Colorado, where it's legal in Colorado to use THC. Mm -hmm. And I never talk about the fact that I did use THC because I don't want people to point and say, oh, her crop circle wisdom, she's, you know, using right, that. Right, right, right. It has no correlation, in my opinion, other than I'm freaking smarter than I've ever been right now. Could be because I'm not using my hands and out there playing music and smoky bars. Um, you well, know, it's, not a, it's not a psychedelic. It's not a psychedelic drug. It's not a, it doesn't work that way. No, it's actually real medicine. Mm -hmm. And I think the interesting thing about all these um, doctors that are really admitting that solid pure oil is healing people from cancer, nobody's talking about mercury poisoning, so I'm going to tell you the truth. And this is so off the wall that when I told Dr. Bloss last night, it surprised her. What happened was when I finally realized that my doctors were, I'll politely say, misleading me for seven years, got the real test, got with Dr. Bloss, and got the stuff out. It took weeks because I had to drive the mountain pass repeatedly. She was wise enough to not do them all at the same time and really nail me. So it was a bunch of sessions and spread out over probably a month or so. Mm -hmm. And during the course of that, it, it, I still wasn't healing, but at least I took the poison out of my system and began the process. Um, so, um, you, you were mentioning no cannabis oil. Did, did, did that help at all? Well, so I, I, I was using it for the pain. The ah, okay. pain was insurmountable because I had these cuts on my fingers. So I, I go to Boulder, Colorado to this clinic that has this big biofeedback bio machine. They hooked up my brain, they hooked up my spine, which I would never do today, and plugged me in. And these two ladies are on both sides watching all the dials move, and they looked at me and they said, wow, you've got really high mercury levels. And I went, yeah, I know, red zone. But then they kept looking at each other puzzled, and I said, ladies, talk to me, I'm hooked up to your gear. And they said, well, this... This doesn't seem humanly possible. And I said, that's a funny way to put it. I do work with ETs. <laughs> they were like, what? And I said, never mind, go on. And they said, well, your brain is actually functioning in the early low 90 percentiles, and you're in the red zone for mercury poisoning. This is not possible. Hmm. And so they're staring at each other, and finally one says to me, do you use the medicine, THC? And I said, yes, I do. And they looked at each other and nodded. I said, ladies, talk to me. And she said, I'm not supposed to say this out loud, but the truth is, it saved your brain. You, seven years, this level of mercury poisoning should be brain dead today. And you are functioning in the 90 percentiles. This is completely abnormal. And I will tell you 
and your audience, thank God, thank you, God, for THC, or I would be brain dead. And what happened to me as never being an intellect, I mean, I'm telling you, I was a musician. I wrote songs, love songs and whining songs about not love and drama songs about we want our planet back, let's save this earth. But, you know, intellectual and hanging out with the people I do today at the top of the UFO field, and I can answer any question, something happened to my brain. All right. Uh, I'll get Dr. Bloss to respond to that in just a moment. We're going to head on into a break. Okay. And uh, we'll also find out about some of the other methods that you have used, Patty, uh, to overcome mercury toxicity, or at least to, I guess, lessen the effects. We won't say you're cured quite yet, uh, but she's working on it. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. Don't go away. Curiosity, or did the devil make you do it? Whatever the reason, welcome back to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Patty Greer is with us. She can no longer play the harp, but she makes one hell of a crop circle movie. Go to her website, uh, pattygreer.net, pattygreer, G-R-E-E-R.net, and uh, there uh, you'll see a list of her crop circle movies. Please uh, order one and uh, support her fine work. Uh, Dr. Christine Bloss is with us, a doctor of dental surgery. She's a member of the American Dental Association and also the International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology, I-A-O-M-T, and the Echo Dentistry Association. We are talking about mercury toxicity, mercury poisoning, heavy metal poisoning. Uh, Dr. Bloss, how many, I don't know if you have any figures on Canadians, but... How many North Americans or Americans are walking around with uh, mercury in their teeth? Oh, you know, I do not know in numbers. Um, it's it's in the millions and probably hundreds of millions. I, you know, they uh, talk about the avalanche of Alzheimer's patients that are coming down the pike, and all of those patients have these honking big old mercury fillings in their back teeth. And I personally just have a suspicion that it's all related. Mercury uh, poisoning and Alzheimer's, what about Parkinson's? Um, I, I believe there could be a connection with Parkinson's also. They're, they're both neurological related, and mercury has a high affinity for our nerve tissue, so I, I believe they could be related. Um, before the break, you were talking about um, symptoms, ability to think and process information due to mercury, and I, uh, I have observed and I've heard patients tell me many times that they felt they had something that they refer to as brain fog. It's, it's sort of like uh, there's a haze over your brain, and you, you know that it's there, and you just can't seem to get out from under it. You just feel like you're working through a thick fog, and um, that, that is one of the symptoms of, of the mercury uh, affecting the brain. I have that all the time, but unfortunately, I can't use I can't, <laughs> can't use mercury poisoning as a uh, as an excuse because I'm I'm one of the fortunate. Uh, you know, I've never had a cavity. I'm going to be oh, 50, yes, 52 so next week, and I've never had a cavity. <laughs> I have to say, in Patty's case, though, um, her hands made me want to cry. I I've never seen anything like that. That is cruel. A harp player, and you lose. The use of your hands, that is just well, cruel. Well, more than that. I mean, just imagine 
she couldn't comb her hair, she couldn't do her dishes. You just think of all the things you do with your hands every day. That uh, she was wearing gloves all the time just uh, to protect her hands because the skin was so friable. So, um, given that, Patty's mind was always very clear. I didn't know at the time that she was using cannabis to um, help her deal with the pain, although I'm not surprised at all. But um, with uh, what, what's going on in Colorado, is there sort of been an opening with the medical marijuana and now recreational marijuana? Uh, there's a lot more talk about it, and particularly the medicinal benefits. Yes, and, and some so of the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Was explained yeah. to me mm-hmm. was that the THC had actually wound around my brainstem and protected it. That's how they described it, and it just astounded me. But I don't want to end the show with a pity party for Patty in the least, because here's the most interesting thing. All those years I played music, 33, I made all these CDs in the studio and wrote all this music, la, la, la. And here I am now. I, I go lay in crop circles. I start having interactions with extraterrestrials uh, with effort, without any effort. Um, it was like my telepathy has been unbelievable, and I think that the mercury had something to do with it. And the information that I received to make these movies was constant and insurmountable because I did no research. This is six films in five years, full feature films. I held the camera. I have no training. I'm not technical. I couldn't tell you today any of the names of the parts on my camera other than lens and backside. (laughs) Short of that, I'm seriously not a pro, but I did make these movies with this bizarre mercury mind. And so I feel like as I look back, I've got these six movies. All the soundtracks are my music. How did I know 30, 40 years ago to write the songs for these movies? And so I have to look at this amazing miracle like, oh, my God, was this always planned? And with no training, the movies have been, like I said, totally telepathic with whoever they are making the crop circles. The movies won a lot of awards really quickly because they proved that crop circles were real completely fearlessly. And because I had this dang mercury brain and my hands in gloves, I had three different movie distributors over the years completely trick me and hide my movies. So even though I've done these amazing films that really tell the truth, I've had zero income and zero experience exposure from for some reason these people called distributors are actually have been suppressors and what a bizarre thing that i would have fallen for it and i think that's where the mercury brain didn't work for me my discernment with people has not been good over the years but my openness to extraterrestrial contact has been phenomenal so you kind of give some you lose some but the movies are over the top with they're so real, and I do invite people to go to the website, pattygreer.net, P-A-T-T-Y-G-R-E-E-R.net. All the shows I've done with Richard have been about crop circles, their messages, the science behind them, and I would never talk about the mercury poisoning. When people meet me, when I'm out speaking, whatever, I don't shake hands. I don't tell them why. I just, you know, hold up a Band-Aid on one of my fingers and go, oh, I'm hurt. I don't really want to go into the Mercury story, but there are too many people suffering from it, 
and the symptoms are easily recognizable. Hello, you're human. You have silver mercury fillings in your teeth. You got poison going in your system. Right, Christy? Right. And I would say I think our bodies are amazing in our ability to detox and overcome, but there's a threshold. And when you get over that threshold, then things begin to go haywire. And so the goal for all of us is to keep our toxicity level under that threshold, which, of course, is different for each of us. And so uh, when people ask me if they should have their mercury fillings removed uh, to be politically expedient in the climate uh, today with uh, organized dentistry, I typically say that um, it actually is against the dental practice law for me to tell anybody that they should remove their mercury fillings uh, from a health standpoint. However, if they don't like the way they look, they can request it, and that is acceptable. Now, are we a little bit convoluted <laughs> in our uh, thinking? Yeah, yeah well, you're having to walk a fine line here, but let me ask you straight out. I mean, is there a... Is there the potential here for a class action lawsuit against, I don't know, the A8, the, um, the American Dental Association or the, the, the manufacturers? Or of, the FDA. Or the FDA, um, yes. That's part of the reason why it's become such a polarizing issue in the U.S. Everybody sues for everything, and uh, therefore you can't admit there's anything wrong with anything or there's a fear of a class action lawsuit. So I, I believe that's why we've... Um, got to the point where we're not progressing like uh, uh, the European countries and uh, Japan and China and Brazil. There are many countries in the world that have outlawed mercury fillings, but we can't seem to get to that point because we can't admit there's anything wrong. I've only got about three minutes here. and um, we're Let's have talk to... about detox. Yes, please. Yeah. Okay, so the lab that I got help from is called QuicksilverScientific.com. You can find them online. They sell... Inorganic mercury test. Cilantro is very good. It's called the mercury tri-test is the test that you're looking for. The mercury tri-test, okay. So that is the lab that offers the the actual test and detox products. But um, there are so many different things offered. You just have to be so careful. The thing that you have to be the most careful with is when you decide, yes, I can afford it, I am worth it, I'm going to get these fillings out, make sure you go to the right dentist who's got the vacuum on the tooth, like Dr. Christy Bloss does in Montrose, Colorado. Make sure you get a good dentist or you're going to make yourself really sick with the removal. Right, Christy? Oh, absolutely. Well, again, everybody's threshold is different, so there are some people that seem to sail through it. But who who can say that the accumulated accumulative other toxins in our life um, don't put us over the limit. Again, you just want to keep that your, your toxicity level as low as possible. Well, I read one report, uh, Christine, and they're talking about eating canned food, and that can increase your organic mercury uh, um, by something like a thousand percent. Um, you're talking about canned fish? Um, well, I, I think I'm not, I think fish was included, but I think just maybe the leaching of uh, from the cans. I don't know. Aluminum, yeah. None of it's good. None of it's good. And I think one more punchline I want to hit before the show's the show is over is who's running the FDA? Who is running the FDA? Well, golly gosh, look at that! It's the vice president of Monsanto, the head of the FDA since 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. And do we see a problem here? 
No, look over here. There's no problem over there. Look well, over here. Well, look over there. <laughs> the, the FDA in the U.S. has refused, the, the law is requiring them to classify amalgam. And when they classify it, they will not be able to avoid classifying it as the toxic substance that it is. And then the sequelae will be that um, dental mercury will be gone. And uh, they have just refused to classify. They just there, there's no um, law that oversees the FDA particularly. Although the IAOMT right now has a lawsuit going against the FDA, requiring them to fulfill what the law is requiring, which is to classify amalgam fillings. And when they do that, then uh, we will see in the U.S. that they will become illegal or, or not allowed to be used. But uh, we're not there yet. All right. Uh, it's Christine, an ongoing lawsuit. Christine, let me give out your website as well. That's Montrose, Colorado, M-O-N-T-R-O-S-E, Montrose, Colorado, Dentist.com. And it's pattygreer.net, but I've linked up to both of your sites at uh, strangeplanet.ca. So just go to tonight's show and click on uh, Dr. Bloss's name or Patty Greer's name, and that'll take you right to their websites. Thank you both for this. You're welcome. Thank you. And thank you, Dr. Bloss. You saved my life. She's amazing. She did amazing work, and I was a mess when I got there. I mean, what a thing to go through. Nobody should do this to people. So bless you, Christy, and thank you, Richard, for your amazing shows. All right. My pleasure, Dr. Bloss. Thank you as well. Oh, Thank you so much. I appreciate the chance to help educate some some people who are unsuspecting. All right. We'll, uh, we'll do another show down the road and talk more about uh, the detox. Sound okay. good? All right. Excellent. Good. All right. Good night to you both. All right. Strangeplanet.ca is the website. Strangeplanet.ca. Hey, uh, all three seasons of the conspiracy television program now available in the U.S. on Hulu and Amazon.com. Season four coming to Vision TV across Canada soon. Say hello on Twitter at Richard Serrett. And as always, follow the truth. <laughs>